Insights to Live By, the podcast, where we discover new pearls of wisdom to put into action and enrich the daily lives of others. Holy smokes, you made it. Welcome to Insights to Live By. I am your host, Matt Zinman, and there simply are no two ways about it. I am feeling extremely grateful and at least slightly more than subtly excited today. Now, for one, you're here. So thank you very much for being my guest. And for another is my good friend who just happened to be last week's guest, retired Lieutenant Colonel Eric Stetson. He is a tireless advocate for veterans in transition. And if you caught the show, you know Eric has more than two decades of learning about leading people, bringing out their best, and developing winning teams. And we covered a broad range of topics that are universal for business leaders, job seekers, and professionals alike. So, there's no need to deprive yourself. It's at least as easy to listen in. Speaking of which is one of my favorite topics in our last solo show about making coincidences matter. I would love to hear your perspective on coincidences. Like, do you even believe in them? If not, in what do you believe? Does everything happen for a reason? At what point does an unexpected experience cross over from something random to something meaningful? Like, can you think of any coincidence that led to something that or someone who impacted your life meaningfully? Maybe one led to who is now your best friend. Or maybe it had swayed your career decision or led to a fun adventure. I'd love to hear about it. How, you might ask? That is a spectacular question with a very simple answer, which of course is by freely subscribing to our member community at mattzinman.com. It actually is free to join. And that is also the perfect segue to our focus today on harnessing the power of gratitude. If there's any one common theme among the many topics we've covered, the power of gratitude is a good candidate. And if you happen to venture a guess, then another worthy answer is earned confidence. However, at the heart of that foundational building block for personal growth and life enrichment is the practice of experiencing life in real time, which happens by harnessing gratitude. The power of gratitude is well-established as well as is ever-evolving, such as with the growing field of positive psychology that places greater focus on our positive experiences, like happiness, joy, inspiration, and love, as well as on positive states and traits like gratitude, resilience, and compassion. And naturally, everyone knows what gratitude is about when it comes to straightforward thankfulness in and for everyday life. For our purposes, you may have noticed experiencing a continuous buildup and convergence among our various topics, managing energy, being a life athlete, the elements in motion, swimming with the current, and making coincidences matter. And those last topics especially touched upon causality and magnetism, as far as how things happen. Well, it's no secret that harnessing gratitude also fuels the law of attraction and related experiences with synchronicity. So I hope you're ready to buckle up because it's time to go there. And given your interest in the related topics just mentioned, the odds seem pretty good that you're also someone who has studied and actively practices 
expressing gratitude. This likely includes having at least some awareness about one of the foremost leaders on this topic, that being Rhonda Byrne, author of The Secret. And as a champion of the law of attraction, Miss Byrne specifically emphasizes gratitude as the source of magnetic power with which to connect and benefit from how the forces of energy impact our lives. And here's one of many pretty good excerpts from Miss Burns' ongoing supplements. And I quote, Gratitude is not a mental exercise. If you simply use your mind for gratitude, it will have little to no power. True gratitude comes from your heart. You must first feel it with your whole heart and radiate it from every cell. Practice gratitude relentlessly. In a short time, your entire being will be saturated with it, and you will experience a happiness that is beyond what you can imagine. If you can really live in this highest state of gratitude, you will never have to ask for anything. End quote. Now, it's easy to tell that Miss Byrne has a distinct voice and an unbridled passion for her field of expertise. I think she got it right and continues to deliver. And the rest comes down to any of us aligning and putting these natural phenomena into practice. Now, the less mysterious aspect of gratitude and its role in the law of attraction is the scientific basis in the field of quantum physics which goes something like this. Everything is energy. That includes you, me, our pets, and all objects, even empty space. We're talking about atoms, molecules, and subatomic particles. And because of modern science, most people will accept this of solid objects like tables, chairs, walls, and the like. What they don't always realize is that their thoughts and feelings are energy as well. As living beings, we are part of, quote, source energy in how our minds and physical beings shape the very things we perceive and encounter. And this may reflect the possibility that Channeling energy with the mind is the last frontier. Though I'm less prone to get overly technical, I've gotten more curious about this topic and have studied it well enough to go a little deeper into the fundamentals about the impact of vibration, which states in essence that thoughts and emotions carry vibrations that impact your biochemical cellular, and overall physiological state. And at a physical level, the body is made up of atoms and water, which are in a constant state of motion. The type of movement or frequency at which atoms within a cell vibrate creates a form of wave energy that influences their structure and function. Science demonstrates that thoughts, words, and feelings can change the crystal structure of water and cells, which can change their function. Positive, kind, and inspiring thoughts and emotions vibrate in harmony with your cells since they share a similar frequency that allows them to function optimally. In fact, one study by cellular biologists found that the type of vibrations or energy patterns that are carried by certain words and intentions are able to cause physical changes in DNA structure, which affect how the genetic code is translated to make different proteins that become the building blocks of our bodies. And this may explain why techniques like affirmations and hypnotherapy can have such strong effects on the human body. Often, Your thoughts are also expressed 
as words which carry these energetic vibrations and are then put into action as repeated habits and behaviors that further impact health. In short, everything is connected. We are living magnets. Like attracts like unto itself. And of course, you retain the free will to be a non-believer. But that still won't change that this force is always at work. If you're among those who practice religious faith, this may be second nature. A lot of people pray, which by no coincidence also mirrors practices that harness the law of attraction. If so many human beings subscribe to their belief in a higher power, most commonly regarded as God, might it stand to reason that the law of attraction is something we're able to influence with a similar faith? And this is somewhat of a sensitive subject, to say the least. And please know that my intentions are wholly respectful. One of the individuals featured in The Secret, James Arthur Ray, conveyed an interesting perspective along these lines. Quote, Most people define themselves by this finite body, but you're not a finite body. Even under a microscope, you're an energy field. End quote. He then compared the scientific explanation about what created the universe between how a quantum physicist might describe energy versus how a theologian might describe God. The descriptions are almost identical as follows. It always existed and always will. It can never be created or destroyed. It is always moving into form, through form, and out of form. His point is that we are all spiritual beings and energy fields that operate in a larger energy field. Energy attracts like energy. All forms of matter and energy are attracted to that of like vibration, synchronizing one's vibration with attraction and using gratitude as an amplifier will align with that experience. And if you're someone who can wrap your head around this fully enough to understand it, more power to you. You know, I just gave that explanation my best shot, which was an easy reminder that I am not a quantum physicist. However, it matters less to understand it than it is to be aware and just accept that, like gravity, it is one of the forces of nature. Honestly, it goes beyond surface-level acceptance to be more about one's belief. At the very least, consider being open to the possibility. Many of today's most incredible scientific truths were met with ridicule by skeptics and naysayers who chose to cling to their old way of thinking regardless of the fact that it was just plain wrong. Even if this energy attraction stuff has yet to resonate for you, a little bit of reasoning will show that it is ultimately up to us to interpret our experiences. It doesn't matter if we see them as good, bad, or something different. The truth is what it is. Whatever we expect has a greater tendency and likelihood to occur. And you can shorten that by saying, what we expect tends to happen. If there is any single line to take away from our conversations overall, that could be it. The obvious thing to wonder is if it can be that simple. This also directly links to our discussion about perception and how different people can experience the same situation in very different ways. The importance and role of mood health also intersects here as another filter that colors our world. And our perspective in applying earned confidence is also especially relevant when it comes to countering the toxic impact of unnecessary worry, anxiety, and stress. Because if we realize that worry is, in and unto itself, an expectation 
about what we do not want to happen and how if we apply this core principle of the law of attraction, that what we expect tends to happen, then worrying itself makes it more likely that what we worry about will happen. The cycle worsens when you think you were right to worry in the first place, which reinforces that behavior. It's one thing to have this apply to something about yourself. However, what if you're worrying about someone else attracts that negative consequence and causes it to affect them? Ironically, your energy may be the origin of that self-fulfilling prophecy. Now that may seem a bit extreme, but is it? Words matter. So instead of wishing someone a safe flight, wish them a good one. This brings us back to the potential source of causality and how things happen. Accepted as fact, this also means the life circumstances that are occurring right now represent a residual reflection of our past thoughts and actions. We must also factor in the energy exchanges with other individuals in our life orbit. They may interact and affect how we think and feel in similar manners. Does it make sense to reevaluate how like-minded we are with those closest to us? There's a lot to it, but the bottom line is that we need to take charge. Whether you are aware of it or not, you are attracting people, situations, opportunities, and much more into your life. Hopefully, now that you are more mindful of this law and how it works, you can start to use it to deliberately attract what you want into your life. If you become more keenly aware about your expectations and zero in on them, you can control your personal destiny. Align your expectations with your desires once you are clear about them. Our innate will is always active in what we choose and how those choices make us feel. You're either going to continue to attract by default or you can choose to work at this and create a life you intentionally desire. And most people want to attract money, success, and things like that. Yet, most of the time, they are worrying about money and success while complaining about how difficult things are. What do you think they will attract? That's right, more things to worry and complain about. If that happens to be your mindset, then stop the cycle. Even if that point stands on its own, apart from the topic of attraction, those habits are vital to break. In the pure sense of the law of attraction, when we think with intention and concentrate on what it is we want, which means enjoying it as if it were here already, our energy vibration aligns with that frequency to attract whatever it is we desire. And one of the first things you can do to get to this place is to be grateful for what you already have in your life. Include all things in this gratitude because all of it has led you to the point where you will begin to amplify that attraction consciously. The challenge here is akin to mustering the motivation and consistency to maintain an exercise routine or consider approaching it like a new hobby, such as learning a new instrument. If that's a guitar, then you have to learn the chords before attempting to read and play music. Except in this case, you have to be in the habit to put yourself in the position to attract with intention. Now let's share some tough love for a moment. Having the discipline to do and sustain all of this is anything but easy. And personally, I cannot claim to have mastered it. I am a work in progress the same as anyone. Nonetheless, I do give partial credit for my life upgrades in recent years to practicing visualization and harnessing gratitude. While it's only this year that I've done my first vision board, I've stayed crystal clear about my vision 
my expectations, as well as about my self-belief. In 2013, I hit a very low point. And let's just say that I got myself into a massive hole that few people believed I could ever dig out, let alone continue to push forward once I did manage to escape. There was no other way to go but up, and whatever that effort takes. It's natural to experience two or three steps forward and one back. That's life. Just stay consistent. Keep the math in your favor, and you'll make it happen. Now fast forward to today. I dug out of that hole and am well on my way to climbing the mountain of sorts. And I truly feel that I'm living my best life right now. And even better times lie ahead. I met and married my soulmate. Each of us added an amazing teenager to our combined family, although my son just officially turned 20. We've built our dream home, have made some amazing new friends, and even adopted three Bengal cats, Buzz, Paisley, and Zoe. It's a zoo, but they're a lot of fun. And we continue to earn our freedom and appreciate our security. I try to focus my energies on experiencing moments in real time, recognizing that I spend most days with the flexibility to make my own schedule and working my home office. And Erica does the same. I take gratitude breaks, though I would benefit from doing more. I am incredibly grateful for being healthy and able to do the many things I love with my family and for myself. I still enjoy playing ice hockey and riding the motorcycle on country roads. And more recently, I've had the opportunity to publish Zisms, create the Insights to Live By podcast, and realign my priorities and goals to positively impact as many other people as possible. To be more specific, the intention now set is to personally enrich the lives of at least 100 million people by 2025. And the point of this disclosure is that 2013 is the year that I set my sights on the life I have now. It wasn't just about wishful thinking or the law of attraction by itself. A lot had to happen. It took me about three years to unbury. And once again, there was no other way but through. All things being relative, I have set a new vision to make happen and complacency remains the enemy. Suffice to say, if we were satisfied with everything in our lives, how would we ever grow? Now it's your turn. Take stock. Begin with what matters most. Being alive, the love in your life, friendships, and having your basic needs met. And this sounds like a good time for taking a perception snapshot and experiencing gratitude for each facet of your life. And then consider your why and the legacy you want to achieve. If there is any single motive that draws people to channel gratitude, it's probably to attract wealth and other forms of abundance. And sure, go for it. It's okay. Get materialistic. Consider doing a vision board and focusing intently on those desires. How does it make you feel in the present tense? Can you step into that future identity today? How does your life change as a result? Discover the answers for yourself. And this could be another good reason to keep a journal. Another thing you might try is to flip through a department store circular and identify all the things you want versus those you really need. Chances are that... There are very few to none of the latter, which is to say you have already achieved a level of abundance. That's a solid reason to experience gratitude mindfully. While that's a worthy example, it's only a one-time thing. The key to amplifying and harnessing gratitude is to create habits and with it, turn everyday experiences into enriching ones. A very simple exercise might be to replace today I have to blank 
with today I get to blank. Think of it as a gratitude converter. Maybe think of how this might have played out with your last three routine errands. Be that to the food store or stopping by the cleaners or going to a doctor appointment. A simple approach is to repurpose your downtime while waiting in line. If it's about going to the grocery store, then instead of feeling annoyed about how slow the checkout person is moving, use those minutes to look in your cart. Be grateful for each item. And then do the same as you place them on the conveyor belt. Be in that moment. Now let's say you have to stop by the pharmacy drive through and you're two cars back. Take a moment to convert your impatience into gratitude by thinking and feeling how awesome it is that modern science has produced something to make you or a loved one feel better. Then, as the clerk finishes the transaction, be sure to look them in the eye and express appreciation. You can even try it for chores around the house. There's everything right about feeling grateful for clean laundry, having a neat home, or fresh cat litter. Now, did you notice that I use the opposite term instead of saying there's nothing wrong? Yes, try to catch yourself when you use negative terms and convert them. Rather than be someone who hedges by saying, I don't disagree with you, it's noticeably better to simply say, I agree with you. The person to whom you say that will surely agree. This all may seem a little bit silly at first, but at least it helped you be less impatient in store lines and less annoyed about household tasks, which are great reasons to be grateful all by themselves. Correction, I meant to say, more patient and more pleasant. Even the slightest shift in routine activities and conversations will enrich your experiences and make you a kinder person to be around, as well as to yourself. It's a wonderful life after all, and if not, it can still be. No matter how long or how far you've gone in the wrong direction, you can always turn around. One decision can change your life. As mentioned previously, even those deprived of abundance can find their own. Again, somewhere on earth, in some poverty-stricken third-world country, there's someone who enjoys much greater inner happiness than someone in a developed country with great wealth whose spirit and sense of self are broken. If you are among those who have practiced meditation, yoga, or a martial art that underscores the importance of quieting the mind, then you've gained an advantage. Taking it a step further, as they do in The Secret, is the practice of pinpointing future desires and attracting them into the present by experiencing them as if you already have them. This may be why Einstein emphasized imagination. Just to reiterate, when something vibrates at a certain frequency, it naturally resonates with and attracts things with the same frequency. We will attract into our experience that with which we are vibrationally synchronous. It also gives added meaning to those who believe in sending good vibes and among those who are open to receiving them. Gratitude will accelerate you through your growth and amplify success more than just about any amount of hard work. Now, that's not to say that the two are far from being mutually exclusive. It almost seems more credible, if not more practical. There's also a lot to be said for the power of visualization. When we seek to put our beliefs into action by applying the law of attraction, there are specific techniques to follow. Are you ready to try one? All right, let's give it a go in four simple steps. First, get very clear on what you want. 
second. Visualize and raise your vibration about it. Third, allow it. And fourth, take inspired action. Again, you must be very clear and precise about your desire. Focus on it. Give it all your positive energy. Feel good. It's understandable if your first reaction is that you're not a light switch that can just turn on all those good feelings and positive energy. Okay, what are some things you can apply to amplify your gratitude? It may be as simple as holding a meaningful object or listening to a favorite song to give you a lift. What brings you joy? Make a conscious effort to slow down. Try being in a moment. Like, be affectionate and play with your pet. Dogs and cats exude positive energy. It seems less certain about turtles or gerbils or fish, but if those are the pets that bring you joy, it's your passion that matters. The point here is to make a practical, conscious effort to find and create ways to fold gratitude into your days. Maybe set four or five alerts on your phone for throughout the day to take one minute each time. What else might inspire you from within? Is there someone you hold in your heart that you can call upon for strength? How about a close family member who has passed on? Another example, which may sound corny to some, is to go to what some might call your happy place and take a tour. And if you've yet to know where that is, it's usually easy to think of somewhere from your past or a current favorite destination, be that a certain beach or mountain. Now for me, it's an ice hockey camp in northern Ontario that I referenced in an earlier conversation. It's been almost 40 years since I've been there, but I often mentally revisit it and recall so much detail about the physical property, it doesn't seem so far away. It also helps me reconnect with and better hold on to those amazing memories I made there. All right, well now seems like a good time for a fun digression about the role of synchronicity. As one may or may not expect about me, I can be somewhat unconventional. Now, when I think about my eccentricities, one that stands out is my mindfulness about catching the time 11.11 a.m. or 11.11 p.m. on a digital clock. And if you're perking up right now, I know that I'm not alone about this unusual subject. So thanks for not leaving me hanging. But is there really something special about it? It just may be the time of day and no more significant than any other. Are we just artificially assigning meaning? Maybe we subconsciously train ourselves to monitor our biological clock so we're more prone to notice that special time. After all, how special can it be with 24 rotating time zones? Where digital clocks are also very recent as an invention in the span of human history. What's the big mystery? Once again, can we just politely ask the cynics to zip it? At least do it for the kids. Catching 11-11 is a common practice, especially when so many children think it's a good time to make a wish or something along those lines. Come on. Anyone who can't see the fun is clearly missing out. Personally, the significance for Eric and I is our connection. When we're in different parts of the house, we might shout, 11-11, love you. When together, it's a nice reason to have an extra kiss. And when apart, we're prone to do an emoji heart text or something with a timestamp there. And yes, I admit that is undeniably adorable. It's just one of our things that's a nice way of expressing our affection. What does 11-11 mean to you? It may sound superstitious, but... I believe the real key is to catch it spontaneously, which is to say, avoid cheating by waiting at 11.10. It's 
when you look at the clock for no particular reason and boom, there it is. You have no idea whether it will expire in one or 59 seconds, but it's a moment that's however cool as you choose to make it. For me, it's a brush with that feeling of a coincidence that connects with a more conscious sense of being in the flow. Some describe this as synchronicity. As fast as hours, days, weeks, months, and seasons, and years seem to fly by in our lives, catching 1111 is also an opportunity to experience time in moments. When you stop everything to fully tune in, even one minute can seem like a long time. Sometimes, especially when my wife is not within earshot, I also assign meaning to catching 1111 to do exactly as described by stopping whatever I'm doing and bringing myself into that moment. It involves a certain exercise that also allows me to experiment with another force of nature. In fact, if you're somewhere quiet and able, you can try following along. And just go with me on this one, okay? Here it is. First, upon spontaneously catching 1111, immediately stop what you're doing. And again, not knowing whether you're seeing 1111 has one or 59 seconds remaining. Next, if you're sitting or lying down, stand up and square up your feet, shoulder width apart, in the direction that feels most naturally faces the world, probably towards a window. So get your feng shui on. Next, the heart of this exercise is to feel the force of gravity while experiencing gratitude. Focus on that singular natural phenomenon by closing your eyes and feeling the full weight of your body underfoot. If you have never done this, you may be surprised how heavy you feel. Next, once you allow yourself to fully connect with the force of gravity, imagine further rooting yourself beneath the surface as would a tree. And if you would like to go a step further, you may find your experience can be heightened by being barefoot. How heavy can you make yourself? Concentrate. Next, with eyes still closed, turn your attention to consciously take slow, deep breaths. After maybe three or four of them, tune into your thoughts. Personally, I like to focus on a singular something for which I am grateful, usually a current aspect of my life. It might be for my health, my wife, children, family, friendships, or something in the material world. It could even be about financial security or envisioning a part of my home or other places I like to visualize. If it has to do with something I want to attract consciously, then the moment is about imagining and experiencing the feeling of having it already. And the above sequence may seem prolonged, but its purpose is to dissect this exercise, which can take as few as 10 seconds. I typically take it up to at least one minute. And those who identify with the earth element may find this especially appealing. I do think it's important to realize your connection with gravity. It is always there, even though you are rarely aware of it. Does that sound familiar? What about the natural flow of energy that comprises what we've described as the current? So to recap, make sure you do the exercise while intentionally feeling the force of gravity underfoot, further rooting yourself beneath the surface. Keep your eyes closed and take some conscious, slow, deep breaths. Then, think of something specific for which you are extremely grateful. So yes, it's a gratitude exercise, or in my personal experience, an opportunity. Like I said, my wife and kids already know that I can be offbeat at times. It's a quality I proudly embrace. And as it happens, I had an ice hockey game a few days ago. 
and there I was in full gear, my modern day suit of armor, and I was sitting on the bench between shifts, catching my breath and dripping sweat, and I happened to look up and notice the digital clock in the rink. And there it was, 11-11. Now you know where this is going. I stood up on my skates, felt gravity under blade, which was especially cool because all of my weight was concentrated in the center. And it was a long one. I think I caught all remaining 59 seconds, or at least it felt that way. And while this experience is somewhat typical for me, in this case, it also happened to be my birthday. So I took the opportunity to experience gratitude for feeling healthy, still playing hockey into my 50s, enjoying hanging out with the guys and the game within the game. If you play, you'll understand that one. It's a pretty good use of less than a minute's worth of time. And then I was extra ready for my next shift on the ice. For what it's worth, I also take note of 10.22 p.m. when I happen to catch it. And this may seem like nothing at all. However, 10.22 p.m. on a 24-hour clock is 22.22 military time. And it's another prompt to stay mindful. And I also like it as a nice reminder to honor Erica's service. And it may come as no surprise that, by no coincidence, our wedding anniversary is on 11-11, which also makes Veterans Day that much more meaningful. And in and unto itself, the exercise is a simple and brief meditative technique that one can do whenever and however many times a day. If you want to stretch it further, next in line is either 111 or 555 or any brush with synchronicity. It's a good reminder to just pick your head up from whatever you're doing and experience that moment. At the very least, upon catching 1111, stop, stand up, take a single deep breath, and think of something positive. Ready to give it a try? There's no need to wait. Like Find your spot and go for it. If you'd like to experiment, go for that yoga pose where you stand on one foot and sense that much more gravity. And if you're able to close your eyes and still hold your position, please be sure to tell me how you do that. Of course, the exercise is something you're free to incorporate into your daily living as an entree to meditation and gratitude practices. When not 11-11, it's easiest to maintain by integrating into your daily routine, be that while in the shower, brushing your teeth, or whenever just standing around. And interestingly, in pulling the book together, I naturally checked out various sources from when I previously visited this topic. In this case, I found a document called 11-11 Time from 2009, and it contained 19 pages of raw content, mostly from various web sources, As I reviewed it time and time again, I realized it's fair to say that there's a broader share of opinions about what the 1111 phenomenon means to others. The description spans subjects involving numerology, angelic visits, quantum physics, and, quote, a greater reality and even pagan ceremonies. Some of it seems a little out there in terms of reality, if you ask me. It's evident that we are touching upon a thoughtful topic that holds diverse meanings for a significant number of unconventional individuals. Are there any other similar things that you do that involve some aspect of superstition and or something you assign meaning to? Have you heard the one about how saying rabbit, rabbit, first thing on the first day of a new month will bring you good luck? Guilty. I've done that with Jake since he was a little boy, and by coincidence, Erica did the same with Greta growing up, just as her mom did with her. Has this worked for anyone? It probably matters less that it means anything as much as having one more source of joy in our lives. Suffice to say, if you weren't as tuned into 1111 before, I feel very fortunate to have the opportunity to bring it to your attention. What meaning might it have to you? 
set your intention to try the 59-second gratitude exercise when you happen to catch 11-11, or at least do something you find meaningful and enjoyable. It's less of a question of why and more of one, why not? All right, connecting back to the law of attraction, any thought you may have when combined with emotion vibrates out from you to the universe and will attract back what you want. Experience what it feels like to envision the image of the world you want in your life. This energy moves much like an ocean. As energetic beings, this exercise is about controlling your vibration so that you will be in tune with the natural forces that attract what is in harmony with yourself. You may also come face to face with your own self-defeating mindset and destructive behavior. It's essential to believe that you deserve what you want, that you can have it, that it's possible for you, and that you can let it unfold. Keep this top of mind. It's also crucial to remain true to yourself as you experience pushback from external forces and events. In short, be clear about how not to get knocked off your game, and if that does happen, what you must do to get back on track. More specifically, as you focus more on harnessing gratitude and aligning your vibration with what you want to attract, it becomes more likely that others around you may react negatively. It may even be subconscious, whereby others sense something in you and their own dysfunctions take hold. And I share this with you because I've experienced such interferences in experimenting with the law of attraction. There may be spiders or others who are simply unable to control their insecurities. Here's where to free yourself. Stop worrying about what other people think and letting that affect your behavior. If the negative impact doesn't let up, then it's another indicator to insulate this relationship or sever it altogether. Be aware enough to remain objective and rather than be drained by others' negativity, rely on your empathy, compassion, and pride in knowing that what you're doing is working. This framework about how positive energy can bring us more of what we want in our lives also raises the importance of applying earned confidence to ward off worry and anxiety. It's a fine line between keeping yourself from expecting something undesired and being prepared to repel it. We all encounter challenges and difficult obstacles we need to overcome. What matters is that we convert such events into opportunities to become stronger. Distractions are going to come. You'll need to expend energy to handle those situations and not lose focus. And one of the examples in The Secret that I really like refers to imagining oneself driving at night and trusting that although your headlights only illuminate the next 200 feet, the following stretch of road is there and reveals itself with progress. Whether it's one step or one mile at a time, just keep moving forward. As your life takes shape and you begin to see the link between your thoughts and your experiences, you become a deliberate thinker. You no longer think negatively, cast doubts, or hold rigid preferences. Be open to living your life by design and design it. It's also essential to consider that the benefits of practicing gratitude may not work as well in a vacuum. It also needs to align and draw its power from other topics we have covered that include experiencing life in the moment, loving oneself, applying earned confidence, harnessing inner strength, having compassion for others, refusing to internalize negative energy, minimizing stress, positively interacting with others, perceiving events optimistically, making meaningful connections, 
having a strong tribe, forgiving your regrets, letting go of resentments, embracing and practicing personal growth, maintaining a sense of comfort, peace, and harmony within oneself. Okay, well that's a lot of alignment, but you get the idea. You may find it helpful to focus on any one of these topics at a time whenever else you can harness gratitude. Bringing these inner forces into alignment is also likely to heighten your ability to apply another amplifier, which is giving. The key to effective giving includes staying open to receiving. Givers attract. Be magnetic. This may also strengthen your influence, which is determined by how abundantly you place other people's interests first. Now, putting it all together, it can seem beyond overwhelming and, as such, discouraging. Just take a breath. Make that a few conscious, deep breaths. When you step back, hopefully the fact is that most everything is generally okay. So, take heart. You are still standing. You may have noticed some redundancies throughout our exploration of amplifying gratitude. And I hope you can appreciate that these were by design to reinforce the most salient points to put into practice. And given the high stakes involving our happiness and fulfillment, It seems worth the effort to experiment with harnessing the full power of gratitude and seeing what happens. Here's something worth considering along these same lines. Do you believe the amount of money one makes is directly proportional to how many people they serve? Well, here to explain just that is my guest next week, the go-giver himself, Bob Berg, who you may know his book, The Go-Giver, took the business world by storm with its message that shifting one's focus from getting to giving, creating value for others, is the simplest, most fulfilling, and most effective path to success in business and in life. Today, Along with Bob's other books about marketing, sales, and influence, they've been translated into 28 languages and have sold well over a million copies. So, I hope you can join me for a most insightful conversation with Bob. In fact, in the meantime, there's no need to wonder how much gratitude you can harness by shifting your focus on serving others. Can you think of two people who'd benefit from your introduction? Is there someone you can share time to mentor? What about taking that next step to volunteer for a worthy cause? There's only one way to discover where being a go-giver leads. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Insights to Live By. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at Matthew Zinman and join our community at InsightsToLiveBy.com. Wishing you and yours an enriching day, and we'll see you next time.